Hi, and welcome to the Flute Talk Podcast, where we talk about all things flute and answer your questions live on YouTube. If you want to help us out, be sure to subscribe to our channel and add us to your podcast feed over on iTunes or Google Play. And if you want to represent TFC, head over to our merch store for t-shirts, stickers, mugs, and posters. You can go to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash the flute channel. We all need sheet music, and we're proud to announce that we're working with Sheet Music Plus, home of the world's largest sheet music selection, and is a proud sponsor of the flute channel. Listeners will receive 15% off their order with the coupon code TFC15. So be sure to go and check out Sheet Music Plus for all your sheet music needs. And the coupon is good until July 31st, 2018. Finally, if you're looking into buying a new flute, be sure to check out the Flute Center of New York at flutesforsale.com. With our code TFC at checkout, you'll be able to try up three flutes or piccolos for 10 days, and whichever instrument you choose, you get an extended 18th month warranty on it. So be sure at checkout to put in the special code TFC at flutesforsale.com. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Flute Talk Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Amélie. Hopefully this all works. We had a lot of issues this morning, but that's okay. Uh, so we're going to answer your questions. If you guys have questions in the, the comments, if you're watching live, be sure to answer or write them down in the comments in the in the chat section and we'll answer them. But we'll start with the, a new question. We'll start with a question from before. Um, uh, this person, they're battling with high notes. Uh, I can maintain the same tone when I tongue a low G and then change to a high G but as soon as I slur it, I can't reach the high G without my tone falling through. This goes for all my high notes. I'm not sure uh, what I change when I tongue the notes to when I slur them. One works and one doesn't. Do you have any tips on that? I often practice tonguing the low note and then the tonguing the high note slowly. Then I repeat the same process except slurring it. Sometimes it kind of works, but mostly, uh, mostly, mostly my notes fall through. My teacher has also helped me try to uh, tried the help in terms of telling me to visualize the note that I'm trying to play, as well as using my diaphragm to blow, keep the airstream directed, and a V, as you would call it. Okay. Yeah. It's always difficult when I don't see the person. Right. Because it might be the opposite of what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, what I see sometimes when people have difficulties is that they try too hard. Right. They move way too much their mouth. Absolutely. I was giving a lesson yesterday. My student had a difficult difficulty with a high note. Uh-huh. And I said, just imagine you're playing a low G and play your high B, and then it worked. Because he was thinking, it's not going to work, it's not going to work. So he was overworking and... Mm like especially the lips and then came out you know right i think that's um sometimes we do way too much with the lips it's the the upper lip stays close to the teeth and the lower lip moves so little you know you don't even have to think about it it's gonna be done by itself i think mm-hmm. you know and it's a very very tiny movement that goes a bit forward you know you go just change the angle a little bit. And then you have to use the airspeed. Mm-hmm, the airspeed, totally. Yeah, and keep the mouth open inside. You know, the... Um, I would advise to try to sing the... Oh, oh, and feel 
what what it does like with the open throat and the diaph like not the diaphragm but the muscles around the diaphragm um and then sing it and then do it with your flute mm-hmm and okay. look at yourself in the mirror to make right. sure you're not and also if you look at yourself in the mirror and you tongue you might see okay that's it now you you slur it you might see that you're working more your lips or you might see a difference and then that's that difference sure. that you want to um work on so okay. you make it the same embouchure mm -hmm. wise and all that practicing right. in front of a mirror is a very very good way because we don't mm -hmm. we don't feel yeah. our bodies that well mm. Mm -hmm. when someone tells the us awareness. hey you're doing yeah right. we're not aware that much mm -hmm. when someone says oh you're doing that and you're like oh you know i'm all into pilates right now and sometimes um my teacher just puts me back in alignment and i didn't know i was i was out because i don't see my body uh, the way we feel it is not necessarily what is really there Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So a mirror is a good way recording yourself, but in that case, it's really a mirror. But yeah, really, yeah, you know, right. And that's why a teacher that can can observe you and say, "Oh, that's it," because we mm -hmm. we have yeah, as you said, what word did you use? Um, perception. Yeah. Awareness. Yeah, perception. Yeah, yeah. self-aware. Yeah, being aware. Perception. Yeah. That's how we become aware. Mm -hmm. You know, my posture is better now because this person is putting me back in my. Oh, that's how it feels to be aligned, and that's. How it felt just before okay now right. I, that's how yeah. we we learn and we get better at those things more awareness mm -hmm. that that's really pretty much all i can say when i don't see the person mm. for now that's what i can think that's about what you can think about Do you have yeah. any idea i don't know like it's you kind of nailed it down i guess like i uh, slur it can't because the tongue is through, not supposed right. to change anything. Mm -hmm. I often say there's one person blowing and one person moving the fingers. Mm -hmm. The tongue really goes with the fingers because the tongue has to be uh, synchronized, synchronized with the fingers. With the fingers yeah. But the person blowing is really just doing her or his thing. You know? Right. It's as if we were yeah. two people playing the flute. One's mm -hmm. like, Shh, and one's like, Shh, mm. you know. Some teachers do that. They'll say, just blow a note and I'll change the fingering, you know, when people overwork and try to compensate with the lips too much. Because mm -hmm. we, we don't have to work that hard. Yeah. It's usually it's easier than what people think and they overwork and that's what makes it difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Yeah, that's pretty it's much. It's rare that we see a student that doesn't move enough. Right. Mm hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, we definitely have questions, everyone. Or we definitely will answer all your questions today. Uh, just to go back to... We have no topic today for the... We usually run in with the topic, but it's summer, and we just kind of want to answer all your questions. So if you guys have any questions, just line them up uh, in the chat, and we'll answer them uh, for a little while. And then uh, now it's the holiday. Or now it's like the holidays yeah. for you. Now you have time off, and now... Uh, last week we went and saw Alexa at Orford. That was kind of cool. Yeah, Alexa still. Alexa still. Uh, we saw her play great. at this music camp in Orford, and we uh, had a little chat with her because she's coming in August here in Montreal for three days, so uh, that's going to be cool. For the Montreal Flute Festival. Right, exactly. Where I teach and you organize, and it's a lot of uh, fun. And mm -hmm. also, um, 
it was interesting to hear the masterclass. I love hearing masterclasses. And yeah, I, me too. I sit there and I'm like, okay, what's that? What would that student need to work on? Like, well, mm-hmm. what would I say to help this person? And I listen to the, the teacher who's there and I'm like, oh, that's how she brings it. And yeah, that's interesting. You, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, I learned a lot from just... Yeah, it was really about, for me, for instance, it was just like being able to listen to the piece away from uh, myself, like be able to understand like how the flute and piano work together, how important the piano part is in some pieces, excuse me, in some pieces, some pieces it's just very uh, interesting to just understand, oh, there's those little parts there that I miss sometimes that the piano does that if I really am together with them, it's going to bring something out even more. The so, chamber music aspect. Yeah, the chamber music aspect. Yeah. Alone, so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's sort of when when I play and when other people play, I think they play kind of alone <laughs> a little bit. Like, and there's not as much time put in. If they put as much alone time, in ensemble time, the quality I think would would would, as would students, skyrocket. As students, we usually don't have the budget. Yeah. To practice as much with the accompanist as we would by ourselves. Right. So that's a problem, <clears throat> but I think. By li- you can listen to recordings and look, really listen and only uh, listen to the piano part mm-hmm. for at least a few times, mm-hmm. you know. And you can even take the music and really read only the piano part. Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah. do it with the flute part. Mm-hmm. Go from one to the other and also play with recordings that mm-hmm. will help you. Oh, okay, see it as a as a whole instead of seeing your. Because sometimes we we call pianists accompanists. Oh, and I I feel that they shouldn't be called that, to be honest. Because, you know, <laughs> depends on the piece, but right. so often it's chamber music. It makes us it's, feel like we're soloists when we should be playing with it's the It's all parts are person. equal. Like yeah. in chamber music, it, a lot of people don't think about it, but it's every piece, is every every part is treated equally. Like yeah. they all have their their element that needs to be in the piece in order to shine. Yeah. And if you treat the other person like an accompanist, it's not going to shine as much. It's not going to show, like, you know. Yeah, because it was composed as a mm-hmm. as a whole, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's interesting. So that was super interesting. Like, that really... Uh, and she's so nice. We and she's so nice. We had fun with her. And some people came up to us and noticed us. And that was kind of cool, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We and the venue like was nice. We when people say, hey. Yeah, say hello. We know and we're like, hey. Videos and, and, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so that's fun. And then, uh, yeah. And now it's the summer. You did a video recently about that. How to stay motivated during Yeah, if you guys, summer. yeah, yeah. That's I did that video and uh, that gives some uh, some tips and some ideas about, you know, just trying to, because the summer is this big vast of time that we think, oh, I've already done so much throughout the year, I'm just going to rest or, you know, it's or some people. It's also good to rest. You need to it's rest. It's good to rest a little bit, but I think you can make, you can do rests in between doing musical goals if you want to have musical goals. Yeah. You can also play for fun more. You know, start pieces, mm-hmm. start new pieces or whatever. You know, you have more time, so you, I, <laughs> I used to like building my technique a little bit more in the summer. Yeah. Because I didn't have to learn as much repertoire, mm-hmm. so I would do a lot of scales and all those things to build my technique when I was yeah. younger, yeah. and then just play through pieces, so I would learn a little bit mm-hmm. of the repertoire. Yeah, it's good. To, I think so too. I think if you're really into it if you're really into flute even if you're not in school or whatever like you really want to get into it summer is a great time to and you have time during the summer i mean like mm-hmm. it's particularly for those people who are who are lucky enough to have some extra time in the summer pick a couple pieces learn through them or play a twos like really build 
your understanding of the repertoire. Because even Alexa, when uh, somebody played uh, Doppler's Air Valak or Air Valquez or something. Air Valak. Like Air Valak. And uh, she had never seen it before, you know? Mm -hmm. So even a person of that uh, stature and that, that amount of time spent inside the flute, they still miss there's stuff. There's still so, repertoire we so don't ever, touch, yeah, you know? yeah. So don't ever think like, oh, there's too much. Yes, there is too much, but you'll never get through it. So just go through it at your, at your yeah, leisure, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we have a question, I think, yeah. So, Luke wants to know, out of, Luke St. Louis wants to know, out of curiosity, um, on a good day, how long can you make the low B last at mezzo forte? How long can you play a low B on your flute? A mezzo forte? I don't know. I don't know like 40 seconds? I can hold it for Probably a while. 40 seconds. I don't know, 40 seconds -ish. Because if I play very, very soft, I can get to 55 yeah. seconds to a minute. Yeah. So, I guess if I play louder... When I was like Probably practicing a lot seconds. and playing a lot, it was always over a minute. But like when I don't practice and I'm only playing, it's a little less, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. We can prove it. I don't know. We can show, but I think that would be a long drone for 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. It might be a bit boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, if you do it, if you mm -hmm. practice it, if you do it twice, usually the second time you can go a little bit longer. Like the first time it's opening mm. your lungs and the second time it's all for me. Mm. I never, when I practice those types of things, I don't uh, do it just once usually. Yeah, exactly. I do it two or three oh, times. Oh yeah, do it three times. Me too, time yeah. No, oh, you're just, you're just, yeah. Getting back and like my body's like, oh, that's what mm -hmm. we're doing. And yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> and one thing that, one thing that helps and I think sometimes... For breathing particularly is think in three dimensions yeah. a lot of people always think down with breathing yeah, but actually it's a, a it's a sphere it's it's like you breathe through your back a lot of your lungs actually go to the back of your ribs and your lungs are here yeah they're, they're in the back and here in there, yeah. there's, there's nothing in your belly yeah under the diaphragm it's your, your intestines, intestines. <laughs> your intestines so when you say put air in the belly really you're just pushing the intestines yeah it, and... it, well it's involuntary so nothing none of that really happens it's just your air your, your muscles are yeah. pushing down on your stomach and your stomach is on top of your your diaphragm and underneath your yeah. diaphragm is your intestines yeah. you know because i used to uh it's and your a protector lot of other organs. and a lot of organs yeah we can't count yeah. them all but that's all of them but not uh, the but not the lungs because the lungs, the are lungs up, and heart are above, above and all yeah. the rest is under i right. think exactly i'm not great at anatomy but I th that's, that's the I, basics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my knowledge there and but i've been told to breathe through your belly breathe through your belly for years you know oh and yeah i'm not a very big person mm -hmm. so it was terrible for me mm -hmm. i was always out of breath that mm -hmm. was so difficult and then i read some books about breathing and i realized oh there's all mm -hmm. this space i know some teachers teach it like oh, that yeah. but some people I, do but it's not on, it's, it's, it's rare not right often, now it's rare you know, right now because still. there's this big thing with diaphragm and i think people that are a bit maybe have a bigger chest or i don't yeah, know yeah they have a better cavity they have a ca bigger reservoir of cavities so maybe, maybe that vibrates helps. a bit differently maybe maybe they can i don't know I don't, but yeah now that i breathe i, I realized you could put air there in the yeah in the ribs you know and open the whole rib cage <gasps> yeah because we have God. enough, we have enough membranes and, and layers in our lungs that can actually cover the surface of a football field. So you know, like we yeah, have yeah, so yeah, much. There's a lot of like room for, and it's a compressor. It actually can 
hold a lot yeah, yeah. in a small space. Thinking it's like in a little 3D compressor. Is, uh, and Thinking in 3D, yeah. We also say that in Pilates and all those. Right, uh, and all those exercises. In 3D, oh, yeah. You know, breathe. All, the, all those type of stretching and, and the... yoga, same thing. They all say that when you watch a yoga video. Think, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Put, pushing mm-hmm. down is also good because it means your diaphragm is going down and leaving more space for your for your lungs to to, mm-hmm. fill, but, to fill. But I think that's, a, that's the thing, you know. The first step might be to push down. So you have more space to really fill. Right. But if you only push down, mm-hmm. did you really fill them up that much? Yeah. You know what yeah, I yeah. mean? You push down the diaphragm, then the intestines and all that stuff goes out. Yeah. But then you didn't fill much no. of your lungs. You just push down your diaphragm with a little bit of air. And then you still have all that space to fill more. Yeah. So Because yeah. your diaphragm pushing down... Anyways, whatever. Okay, so but yeah. But another thing that <laughs> is very We're going to have a whole episode about that. <laughs> yeah, it's so We do have an episode about breathing, but we should yeah. make it more of another We one. should make a new one because yeah. it's old. Yeah. Um, It's still the same, though. But yeah, yeah. But like, like, we still yeah, breathe the same, same way, but yeah, maybe I would changed. add little things or <laughs> yeah. change little things. Um, Another thing that helps when you want to blow a long, long time mm-hmm. is to empty your lungs first and then take the bigger breath, the biggest breath you can. Mm-hmm. Because once your lungs are like super empty, they fill in like a charm. Like a charm, yeah. You know, so even Mm. I remember when I was playing with a group and the guy, he wrote a very long phrase that was solo. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, you know, how can I do it? But I had a few measures of uh, Mm -hmm. rest before. So I would always go and I wrote it in my music, Ah. breathe Mm -hmm. out breathe in you know right. like empty your lungs or something like that and then mm-hmm. i would empty my lungs and then start with a fresh new breath start with oh a fresh God. new breath i always yeah. got nice. all the way through nice. it after that oh sam green says uh, they love he loves our stuff he's learning syrinx at the moment syrinx is oh, a nice that's piece beautiful. it's a very nice piece we i think we have, yeah, we have just practicing about syrinx so you can watch that. It's an hour-long lesson walk through sort of like a walk through <laughs> uh expel beast wants to know a question has a question about orchestra auditions. He has an uh, he or she has an audition. I think the uh, I've got an audition for a decent youth orchestra next week, and I'm playing excerpts from Dvorak Eight and Prokofiev Five. But I still wonder uh, this: how the orchestra audition process actually works? Do they play a backing track for extracts? Would they ask me to play any pick on the day or even scales? Do you uh, do they give you feedback at a, at that time? Uh, I can start a little bit of that, and then you can move on to the way we can When it's youth trade back orchestras, from. it's youth also orchestra. maybe different. I yeah, it depends. Youth orchestras, if it's um, if it's the youth orchestra that's based also in your city, then usually, uh, usually they don't. There's no backing track. You just usually I play. Never I've never heard, done that before. Ne- I've never done that before. Never heard of a yeah, back track. orchestra with a back track. Yeah, usually no. it's your just alone you play. You're alone. And you play with. So you have to make sure your rhythm is nice and solid. Uh, you might see them in front of you. Might see them behind a wall. Uh, they, they might be behind behind a screen or a wall, so you won't be able to see them. You're not yeah. supposed to see them. It all it depends. It all depends. I've done um, youth orchestras that were screen, you could see you, yeah. and some that could and see you. Some that or oh, our screen in university see. there was a screen. Yes, in your, yeah. Um, so you, they don't see you. You yeah. don't see them. So they're not influenced by exactly. They're just listening. Yeah. Uh, well, they ask you to play pick. Usually they already asked you what is required for you to play at that day. Um, if they tell you to play pick, that's really kind of out of the, out of the blue because usually people, they give you, organizations give you a sheet of music to pick yeah. or your selection, your own choice maybe sometimes. Like, well, usually they have 
they have a list a of list, what yeah. they want. So exactly. they'll have the excerpts that they want yeah, to hear. Exactly. If there are scales, they'll write, they'll it, write it on that. Yep. If there is a solo piece, very often there's it. a solo yeah. piece, they'll either say this solo piece or a solo piece of your, your choice. choice. Right. And uh, if there's piccolo, they'll also have a piccolo section. Have a piccolo yeah. excerpt or yeah. a few piccolo excerpts. Exactly. And uh, do they give you feedback? Most of the time they don't. No. I've never Zero had feedback. feedback I've from never an had edition. feedback. Neither have I. I've never had feedback either. Um, Except, oh, it was difficult to pick. You were all so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> as much right. feedback as I ever got from those yeah. Uh, experiences. So, yeah, usually they give you a sheet beforehand. If not, if they only gave you like pick two, it seems like they told you just pick two of your choice and you picked Dvorak 8 and Prokofiev 5, or they gave you a list saying just Dvorak 8 and Prokofiev 5. And if you're not sure, you can call them. Yep, you always call the organization. They, they totally will, uh, or message them on Facebook or whatever. Preferably call them and ask them what, what it's all about, and yeah. they can email you whatever information you need. And yeah, make sure your rhythm's good, because you're playing all by yourself. They'll just say uh, what extra to play, or they'll just say, please uh, begin. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and if, if they're, oh yeah, sorry. If you're behind a curtain or don't talk. Yeah, don't talk at all. Uh, don't make any any noises at all except for playing noises. Uh, if you do need to talk to them, sometimes they have a intermediary, a person who is going to bring you in. That person usually stays on the side. And if they do have a question, if you if do you have, have, if you have a question, question, you can wave them over, tell them, and then they'll relay the question to them because you can't tell your, they, they because of the whole screen process, they don't want to know if you're a male or female. They want to know, don't want to know if, if it's the person that they want <laughs> or a person they prefer or they don't want to know certain things. You don't things. really have that with your orchestra, you know I mean? though. I know. There usually isn't yeah. a proctor. I remember there was a proctor in a civic orchestra yeah. I was in as a teenager. There was a proctor. There was a person no, that came I back mean, and forth. No, but I mean, also, in Nobody youth picked. orchestras, you have less of that political, political thing. Political thing. true. Oh, you're they right. already know who they know. Yeah, but it's, I mean, the proctor is just for you to talk to. You have that in, in some... Professional places. orchestras sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You, know? you have to watch Mozart in the Jungle for that. <laughs> or you live your life. You'll yeah, you live your life. Yeah. Live your life as a yeah. musician, and yeah. you'll you'll see. Oh, yeah. they knew who they wanted, but that yeah. happens, you know. Yeah. And uh, anyways, you. Even when that happened to me, I thought, well, it made me practice to go there. Yeah, sure, you know? exactly. It's great, uh, great experience to do it because yeah. you have to learn these pieces. Anyways, it's an experience. Yeah. Experience is it's it's how you build your your personality and yeah. your strength and yeah. yeah. Maria Davis says I plan on doing a lot of playing this summer, but I just don't know what I'll play. <laughs> a lot of people have that problem. But yeah, this I would say you know. Does does she want to uh, some ideas or she no, just wants just, to share she just that. shared that knowledge okay, out in the ether. Um, Maybe if you have a teacher, ask yeah. your teacher because it's a little bit. I feel as a teacher, it's also my job to organize my students. Mm -hmm. Some some students kind of organize themselves. I let them go. But if I see, you know, if they'll say, oh, I would like to have a new piece. I don't right. know what. I'll I'll guide them through it. Because mm -hmm. I know their level. I know what should be next. Yeah, I know, you know what, what I want to work on yeah. with them. Exactly. Like, um, make a program of uh, technique and scales and that they can go through or, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. But she does have a question after that, Maria. She says, I can play a low C clearly when I isolate it, but it never comes out clear when I play it in a piece, especially a fast piece. It's probably because the finger... Uh, does she have a open hole flute? Do you have an open hole flute? <laughs> Let us know in the comments, Maria. If so, 
<laughs> it's probably because when you play fast and you, you bring were... your pinky uh, on the on the C low C key, F sharp key goes up a bit. Yeah, the F sharp. The, the, yeah. yeah, the yeah. fourth finger probably moves a little bit and is yeah. not covering well. Even without the, even with the plateaued key, if you lift it up a bit, it leaks and then it'll like the actual key will go up. Yeah, you know? for me, it's not when it happens to me. It's not that it lifts; it's really that it just moves a little bit on the side. Oh, and then so the it opens up the vent. I see. It's yeah. just a little, like. Tiny yeah. bit oh open. yeah, she does have an open hold flute. Maybe just put a plug. Yeah, put a plug. In, a plug might help. In that F sharp yeah. key. Yeah. And see if it helps. Powell makes uh, plugos. I think they're pretty good. They're like metal on top, metal so it feels like. Plugs are better. Yeah, plastic plugs are not so good because they tend sometimes tend to fall out. Also, they don't feel good. Yeah. I had a I have a student who just got a new open hold flute, mm -hmm. and she we put a couple of plugs and we're removing them slowly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and at first they were plastic she hated yeah. them then i said oh we'll get you a uh, metal ones yeah i think you had one she i made tried some it. yeah like, i made wow, some in my great. life yeah and then i made some yeah. i made some and also plug them they gave them yeah they the gave plastic them the, ones and i said yeah. nicola has good ones yeah i have yeah. good ones but pal makes one for specific hole sizes i used to make them but uh with sir with silver and the sterling silver caps on top and cork because it, it might be yeah. that if you're able to play it and when it's fast you can't it's probably just that that's mm -hmm. moving also i don't know if you know the trick you can put your pinky rub it on your nose or behind your mm -hmm. ear to make it a bit uh, more um, you know with the the grease you yeah. know it's gonna it's gonna um, slide better mm -hmm. between the two keys mm. Pat wants to know, how is your theory? Like music theory? I don't know. We both know music theory pretty well. You should know your music theory. <laughs> it's good. It's good I to know. A... It's a good compliment. It's a good compliment to, to play. During my like pre-university and then bachelor's degree in music, we did a lot of that. Harmony, analysis, all those things. And mm -hmm. then during my master's, it was a master's in flute. We didn't do that much music theory anymore. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's solid, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's uh, there's um, always more to learn, but yeah. Yeah, for the for the Maria, she was saying she doesn't have a teacher, so she doesn't know what to decide to practice. She doesn't know what to learn. What did she learn last? Yeah. What was your last thing that you learned? Let us know. Um. In the meantime, uh, Sigurd de Mizar, who's also one of our patrons on Patreon, I have a Thank question you. about <laughs> finger exercises in Trevor Wise's book. It's the five note scale going back and forth, you know, da 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 I think it's da 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 It's like a G1 in the... Yeah, when going from B flat to A flat, it's not smooth. My teacher told me... B flat to A flat, it's not smooth. My teacher told me that my fingers are not closing the keys at the same time. My teacher told me to practice slower. While it sounds okay when it's slow, I can't go faster. Do you have any suggestions on this? Well, B flat can be yeah. finger different ways, yeah. I think yeah. You got what something. you could do. I don't know if I need it. No, you don't need. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, because I thought you were turning. Yeah. Like sometimes I. So is it this B flat to D flat to A flat like this? Is it this one? This okay. exercise? To keep that thing away from there because <laughs> that's a uh, it's so close to those gears <laughs> ah, okay 
So is it but, this one? But she means, is it this but, exercise? Yeah, but it means a, yeah, B flat to A flat. I mean B flat? No, D flat you said. No, I said B flat. B flat to A flat. B flat? Yeah, B flat. To A flat. Yeah. This? Yeah. With the three fingers I going guess so, down? Yeah, I guess it's that. Yeah, that's what uh, they say there from B flat to A flat. When going from B flat to A flat, the five note scale going back and forth. Maybe just put your uh, just. So if we have B e flat, flat major, yeah. So if we have E flat major, we have B flat and E flat. Okay. Well, just put your thumb on the on the B flat key. This way you have less fingers working. Oh yeah, B flat key. What what have I done? What have you done? You put down the E flat. Thing. Instead of. Fifty percent slower and not as good. <laughs> yeah, it's way more difficult. Yeah, it's way I used to be difficult. so good with that because I would never use the thumb. Yeah. I was crazy good with that uh -huh. fingering, and then I started using the thumb fingering. But why not? You know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it sounds better. It's easier. Sometimes when I do scales, I'm like, okay, let's be let's be uh, let's work a little bit so I don't lose it. Then I use this one, but maybe if you use the thumb. And then it's just three fingers all going in the same direction. Because if you do it like this, you have three fingers going up and one finger going down. Mm -hmm. And that becomes difficult. When that happens, what I do is that I focus on the fingers going up and I don't think too much about... Because you can't put your attention everywhere. Right, exactly. And since it's more natural to cling on to things, you know, to close your hand and open mm -hmm. it. Like we see babies, they they hang on our fingers and old people they they usually have their hands more closed than open it's more natural you know we always go back right. to closing our hands it you need more energy to lift the fingers and right. bring them down mm -hmm. so you, i just yeah. focus on that if huh. i want to do it i focus on what's going up all the time because I can't think about both at the same time. Yeah, he says, oh, about the B-flat thumb key, do you build up tension on the left hand, the area right under the left thumb? No. No. If that happens, it's probably because you're not putting your finger under the flute here. Uh-huh. And then you're holding it like this. Oh, and yeah. And then that muscle, <laughs> it's going to yeah, hurt. Yeah, it's going to cause so a lot of carpal. So you have to put your finger like a little hook. Yeah, almost, it's a hook. And then yeah. you put... The flute here. Yeah, just let it rest there. That's under the, point the of contact. you know, the second key here that has nothing, no hole under. Yeah. You put your your um, yeah. finger there, mm -hmm. and then boom, then boom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No tension. <laughs> and also, you use that hand to push. Oh yeah, use the right front, hand. Yeah, use the right hand. You lock your both hands like this. Yeah. Then there's no not, rock you don't stroll, have to There's hold, no nothing. Yeah. You don't think about holding it up, oh, but really forward <laughs> it's it's horizontal yeah. forces there's yeah, nothing for no no vertical, vertical forces yeah, yeah. that helps, that helps yeah. a lot um zabeth 444 is wondering they want to know about the flute festival i was thinking about signing up for three days but i asked for submitting uh, performance pieces i'm not sure i'm at the performance level you don't have to sign up uh, you don't have to uh put perform you don't have to put any pieces if you're not going to perform if you're going to audit and just be there to observe uh there is opportunities to play in the morning class without putting performance pieces on so just sign so up yeah the way it works is that in the morning i give the class and That's it's right. open it's an open yes for everyone there's there's no accompanist during that time mm. it's 
you have a question a bit like right now but about with anything, Lutus, everyone but everyone's there and, and then we yeah i usually ask everyone at the beginning of the first date what they want to work on yeah and then we work on that and after that if someone wants to play a piece or a study or exactly. whatever you want to play it yeah. can also be some girl last year she said i want to work on my diminuendo on high notes yeah we worked on that for five ten minutes yeah. and then another person, person had again. something else and um it's really uh, like a it's a laboratory uh, it's a laboratory you know it's you improvised know? yeah it's improvised bit. yeah but it's we, like, we yeah. usually also there's a little part less improvised where i prepare a little yeah a little, a little uh, warm-up we do together right that's and great. we all play at the same time so it yeah. makes people feel a bit more comfortable exactly and, and then you can approach the next afternoon last year i liked it because i even brought some um cannons mm -hmm. so we played in little cannons little and, groups yeah. yeah it was yeah, like just fun. easy yeah, it sounds easy. good right away because it's yeah. and it makes people feel more relaxed and then yeah. in the afternoon it's the master class with a pianist and it's alexa still and it's with people who want to you know kind of necessarily they want to play with flim piano and get her expertise about yeah. that so yeah some people decide to participate in both some people yeah. decide to participate in the morning and only listen and in only the listen in the afternoon which is yeah exactly um and Some it's encouraged they go to the afternoon year, class. Yeah, you should go to both. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's, it's people, for both. <laughs> people who don't play in the afternoon class usually attend yeah, and, learn and listen and yeah. you learn so much from just listening. Mm. And um, last year we had people that thought they wouldn't play at all. Right, exactly. Not even in the morning. Right. But they still, they played in the morning and yeah. then they said, oh, I loved it. Next year I'm going to play in the afternoon. Right, exactly. But you know, it's a yeah. work in progress. Yeah. You, you go how you feel. Yeah, you know? exactly. If you don't feel like presenting a piece, maybe... Maybe you'll say, oh, I'll play it for exactly. Amelie, and then, then maybe yeah. next year you'll feel like playing for Alexa. Yeah, exactly. I'm like the, <laughs> the first step. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, but I did just the, the afternoon class is first come, first serve. That's the only thing we have with that. So whoever did, did sign up as a performer gets that first preference uh, to at least play for her once, and then we see yeah if we don't yeah. we don't decide over uh, if you're better or not no it's nothing really... like that it's really first come first serve yeah. it's because if you wanted to be in the festival first and you signed up first you paid first you get first choice yeah doesn't matter uh the what it is for us is to know that you can play the piece uh enough so that it can be taught in a in a class you know what i mean like that you're able to have that type of ability you know of any type you could be playing a, a, be a, a great piece. two piece you know yeah, uh, yeah. it could be any piece but as long as you know it enough so, so to, that can be uh, per, that can be so that it can be uh an experience yeah because she's not going to teach you the notes it's, yeah yeah, it's, yeah exactly it's about more about further, further yeah that. ensemble yeah. and musicality but she, also, she also teaches a lot about Little tips, yeah. sometimes she will see that someone the way they're holding their flute she will work on that sometimes yeah. like the piece is there but sometimes she doesn't talk that much about the piece either exactly. sometimes she'll see that oh that person needs to breathe better and she'll start working on breathing exactly so we shouldn't put that much emphasis on the pc either it's yeah yeah there, totally yeah but it's oh no also a pretext in a it's way a pretext yeah so to just improve so yeah be sure to sign up we would love to have you there it's a lot of fun uh people from all over the world are coming this year again so that's really cool that's um nice. and it's it's nice and uh we hang out after every night as well, so uh, we chill, we talk about flu, we talk about life, whatever, you know, it's really well, fun and really chill. Last year it was just two days, we hung out most, more yeah, on yeah, the, the second day because we had to practice, I right. remember, for the concert right. on the first yeah. night. 
But we def but, but I definitely go out with them and stuff, and people, yeah. you guys kind of trickle in. But it's three days now, so we have a bit more. We'll try to uh, chill yeah. more time with that. Sometimes stuff. we have to practice for the concert. Of course, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. We don't see each other that much. Yeah, we practice exactly. once, and then we do a concert. Exactly. That's uh, exciting. So enough of that <laughs> with the festival. If you guys want to come, MontrealFluteFestival.com, and it's August fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, okay. So Hannah Willis wants to know, so we have double and triple tonguing in marching band and I'm having trouble doing them. Any tips? How many people you, oh, and how many, usually between 12 and 20 people show up to the festival. I just wanted to answer that. Yeah. And it's pretty. It's very pretty, recent. This it's very festival. recent. It's the third year in a row and we're, yeah. we're growing. It's just, it's amazing. We're having a lot of fun. We don't want it to be <laughs> too massive because we have a, we only have a certain amount of space and. If it yeah. becomes uh, bigger, yeah. we'll maybe uh, do. Uh... Yeah, we have uh, bigger aspirations. Next year will be four days. Yeah. And then the fifth year will be five days. That's part of our five-year plan. <laughs> and eventually, we we would like to go in different cities and meet people. Yep. And that's do... a new project that we're gonna do. Sort of, uh, we're gonna do little mini, mini uh, flute channel days. Yeah. Uh, in in cities in the United States and in and in Canada. A bit like and uh, like what maybe. we're doing now, but with people there that yeah. can play and then exactly. we help and then uh, we can have dinner. And have then dinner. We have a concert. concert yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, go back to the double tonguing, triple tonguing. We have a video yeah. about that. We do. So you can watch that, and also I'll still say something. <laughs> Just watch the video. Um, Stop watching this and go watch the video. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> start with the k. Okay, so oh, yeah, ka, ka. Mm -hmm. it's in the back of your mouth and it's, k -k -k, you know, when you say karate or um, constant. Constant. Or any word in yeah. ka, 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 Triple okay? tonguing is like, yeah. Oh, you mean with the uh, double tonguing? No, let's tonguing. start with Oh, double tonguing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Good, it good, good. Matter. I didn't know if you were... It's exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's exactly. So if sometimes it's because people don't know how to do the ka very well. So you right. go and just practice your ka like this. I'm just doing ka right now. Ka, 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 ka. You can also practice it just just with air. And then you do you, you do taka 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 taka. You can do a scale and you double each note. You can also mm -hmm. take one note and I do it fast. You should start slowly. You can even start like that. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Then when you get better at it, you can go faster. You can also practice it. Just um, I used to do that a lot. Just while doing the dishes, taking a walk, whatever. And I do it upside down too. So I do And when I have a piece that's all double tonguing, like this one, I usually practice kata kata a couple of times. And then it becomes easier yeah. to do it the right way. The, right. The, and for triple tonguing, it's the same thing, except uh -huh. you can go ta ka ta 
ta ka ta you finish with the ta and you start again with the ta ta ka 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 ta ta and you have to practice it yeah so it becomes easy and i also practice it up upside down i do when you're able to go doing becomes easy it's just it's just um making those little links in your brain you know you have to um do it often and then that link becomes super um it's like a very good road right you know yeah. like uh -huh. it's like a little <laughs> road with stuff in it that you you can't really drive Traverse through. through yeah yeah so hopefully that helps hannah hopefully that uh makes things a little bit better you I can try wanted stuff to out. say something it's just i wanted to finish my, my i don't idea. remember that's oh, okay it's okay. all good sorry oh that's not a big deal um also practice on the bus is what somebody else said yeah practice waiting anywhere just go yeah, anywhere yeah uh, now, do you ever practice, uh, and what and why, the fingers without blowing at all? Um, at all, yeah. Do you use uh, something, we don't use this, but like, if, do we use like a gizmo like the Numo Pro? I don't What's know what that, that is. I don't know what that is either. But, uh, oh, you know, like practicing thing? without your fingers, I guess. So, you know, you know, like... Is it the says, thing you fill up with air? I don't understand the question. Yeah, how do, you, I how do you ever practice... practice the fingers without blowing at all? Yeah, I do that yeah, often. Yeah, I do that often too. I do that with a pencil sometimes too. I do it with the, I used to do it with the pencil when I was on, uh, on the bus. I would just play on the pencil like that. and. I do, do it on my again. own fingers like this. Yeah, like, yeah we do that sort of, yeah. Exactly. Right now I'm yeah. playing in But you also practice, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I kind of do it all the time. It's a, for me it's a tick. Yeah, it's a tick, yeah. It's a thing I just do, I... I think you I practice usually... without breathing in the flute sometimes too, with the flute. Oh, I breathe. It's just... Yeah, you breathe, but you don't... But uh, I don't make yeah. a sound. I could yeah. go... Yeah, sure. So this way you practice um, your tongue, your fingers, and you still yeah. use the... F yeah, it's yeah. Just... For like, tricky passages and stuff, you could... Or when you don't want to disturb the neighbors. Right. Exactly. Or when you're very tired and maybe you just yeah. want to practice a little... I don't know. There may be different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you have any other questions, let us know. We kind of like cut up ears already. Are, but, yeah. You know, if you practice so much, your ears are tired. You might want to... Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Use uh, that. But I think he was also talking about the thing to blow in. You try to fill it up. I'm I don't know sure. because it just says Gizmo or Pneumatic Pro. We that. don't have any of Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Pneumatic, it means it's a blowing. Pneumo thing. Pro. Pneumo Pro. Pneumo. Okay, Pneumo, sure. Because lungs in French, it's. I have no idea. Yeah. So Pneumo, it's no lungs. Than I do. Yeah. So it's a long thing. Long thing, yeah. But mm -hmm. I, I know those things, I don't have one. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. Oh, it's a, we don't have that. No. Uh, but I've seen, we've, I think we've seen them being used. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was in different camps, I remember uh, tuba players. They would bring those things everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they would they would graduate, you know, from... Uh, sure. I don't know. I say any five liters, eight liters. And then I'm like, I don't know how many liters it was I had all. I'm just mm -hmm. saying number, random, yeah, numbers, random numbers. But they would change the size of their bag once right. in a while. Mm. I think it's good. It's just... I... Mm. Uh, I never really worked with that. Mm, another question is, in Sonori's 
in 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 the Moy's book, page fifteen. Okay. Uh, attacking and slurring of tones. First exercise. What do you make of this rather like? Make of his rather like a vibrating pizzicato recommendation. Oh, he recommends something oh, in yeah, that book. Oh it, yeah, it's like... that's right. Oh yeah, I think it's that. I don't think he really means vibrating, as much as making the note vibrant. Vibrant. I think it's like you a miscommunication. I think it's like a yeah. I think he wants. He doesn't want the note to sound dead. He wants the note to sound alive and vibrant, but yeah. not necessarily vibrate. Because like note. the yeah, because like violinists they do make... they do <laughs> Yeah, they're, but they're trying to like we're not we're because not when you violinists. Think, <laughs> when you think vibrato, usually for me, I feel I support better, uh -huh. and I make I make the notes more alive. You know, uh -huh. so it's kind of that idea, but I don't really vibrate it, because if I if I play it, without thinking about that. It can sound dead a little bit, but you know, mm -hmm. there's exactly. Oh, something's going on with there. I hopefully it's okay. We lost the connection, and now it's going back. Not <laughs> going back and forth. We're good. <laughs> okay. It crashed. I was. I was frozen it crashed. like this. Yeah. <laughs> Not we should just play a trick. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's going back. It's just, again, lots of problems this week for that. But we're going to have regular videos coming out soon. We have some music videos that are going to be coming out soon. Real music videos. Yeah. I have some stuff that are going to be really, really cool. And, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so that the other question. So that, that's, hopefully that answers your question. Hopefully it didn't cut out at that moment. Um, but somebody at Expo East wants to know, I'm starting... I recently started piccolo and I'm finding it a bit difficult transitioning between the piccolo and flute. Will it just come with time or is there a general or is there a general mistakes that people make? I don't know. I think it comes with time. I think it comes with a little bit of time. But I think I said it before for me when I go especially from piccolo to flute. Right. It's like this new thing, you know, I mm -hmm. just take a second to adjust, really feel where I am, where my fingers are cuz you know, you're there, then you go like this, it mm -hmm. feels like you're not in the right spot. So I just take a second for my brain to really register where everything, where everything is. And is. I, huh. You know, and also, yeah, it's just from one to the other. And also the way of blowing is a bit different, you know, when it's mm -hmm. so small, you go, and then oh, you have to open a bit differently, I think, in the mouth when yeah. you play the flute. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's just that. Uh -huh. But she's not the first person saying that he it's difficult she, to yeah, go from yeah, yeah he or she. Sorry. Um, that it's difficult to to switch. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because there's a, it's, it is a smaller hole to blow in, so it takes. I guess that sensation is really affecting them. Maybe. I think it's a sensation thing. Yeah. So you just need a. It needs to be like. Pre-built, pre yeah, built. And yeah. then you just Programmed go, okay, word, now yeah. I'm going there. Okay, I feel it. Right. Because sometimes we try to go from one thing to the other without stopping and thinking. We, we mm -hmm. think things are going to be automatic, but I think the automatism has to be to think about it. True. You know? Yeah, yeah. Transitions are always difficult. Yeah. In, in life in general. Mm. In, 
you know, when you teach a group and you transition, that's when you lose the group right. from one activity to the other, to the other. Or, you know. But when you're used to it, you can think, oh, transition is coming. Here's how I'm going to work on it. that transition. Right. Mm. So I think it's mostly just building a building a habit of thinking about that. Yeah. I guess. I think so. So, well, before we answer the last question, if you have one question you really want us to answer, we'll answer that. But uh, we're just going to first uh, talk about a couple things. Uh, our Patreon, if you guys uh, want to help us out more on the on uh, on Patreon, uh, this helps us sort of get more videos out, uh, helps us uh, create more, and uh, it goes by the whole monthly platform, monthly payment type of platform. You can donate as little as $1 a month, and that helps us... Uh, make more videos and makes us want to do this even more because this is something we truly love to do. We really love the community. Oh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. And this helps us make more time because we only can use the time we have to... we live in a material in a world. world. <laughs> exactly. So you guys can go to patreon.com slash the flute channel and you can go there and donate as little as one dollar or you can donate whatever you like per month uh, and we have little perks there uh, like having a lesson with Emily online for a reduced rate um, via Skype. And yeah, and also, um, if you want as well, we have, uh, what else do we have? We have so many other things, don't we? Oh, you can also, if you have sheet music and you want to buy sheet music, oh, yeah. you can go to sheetmusicplus.com. They're the largest sheet music. Sheetmusicplus.com. Uh, yeah, sheet and, and you can the, what is the code? TFC? Yes, I was going to, yes, it's TFC15. 15. 15. Yeah. Why 15? Because you get 15% off your... Okay, I have to remember that because someone was asking me yeah. and I was, I was saying, you can have a rebate. And then right. I couldn't do the, remember anything. Yeah. Or you can click our link as well. Um, but that gives you 15% off of your uh, first purchase. And that gives us, just to be transparent, that gives us a percentage back. Then uh, that helps us to, as well. goes right to us and goes to building more videos and stuff like that so that yeah. helps too so you can go to sheetmusicplus.com and use the code tfc15 all that information is in the description on most of our video on most of our videos including this one also uh be sure to if you want to find a new flute and uh and you're anywhere in the world be sure to check out the flute center of new york at flutes for sale the number four sale.com so flutesforsale.com and there you can use the code tfc and you can get to try up to three or four flutes um, with the, for 10 days. Mm -hmm. They ship it to you. And uh, you keep the one you want to keep. The and shipping is free, I think. Shipping is free. Shipping is free. And um, you get the, you get an, an extended warranty to 18 months instead of the traditional 12 months. Mm -hmm. And I think you don't yeah. even have to buy it if you nope. want to try them and you yeah, didn't you can like just, any Yeah, if you don't them. like any of them, you can just re return them back. You just have to make sure you're careful yes. with jewelry so jewelry, you don't yeah. rub anything. Exactly. No jewelry on your yeah. fingers. I and think they, those types they, of things. they tell everyone. They, bring a, they, they put a little thing inside yeah. to make people know, but uh, yes. you can also call them as well flutes uh, at the Flute Center of New York. And they have the largest collection uh, of flutes. We, we're dealing with the largest very, collection yeah. of sheet music and the largest collection of flutes. So They're very knowledgeable. They're Super so knowledgeable, yeah. If you have They're all flutists they'll... that work there. Everyone that works there is a flutist. I so. think they all have like a master's in flutes. At least, or, yeah. Or more. That's <laughs> exactly. incredible. Yeah, yeah. so and, and it, it works anywhere it also, in the world. It also gives us something. That as well, if you use the code TFC with them in, at checkout or through the telephone, you tell them that you are uh, 
through the flu channel you knew this deal from the flu channel um that helps us as well uh very much as well so if you're going to buy a flute do that they have like i said they have the largest selection and we have a playlist of about 10 12 videos of various levels of flutes that you reviewed and talked about a little bit on each flute so we have a flute we talk about a flute of every almost of every price range and on our channel on our channel and brand, brand usually so you can definitely check that out there and also if you guys want to go to a flute festival this year make sure to go to make sure to come to ours <laughs> the at best. the montreal where uh, emily is going to be a teacher there and alexis still from oberlin conservatory it's a three-day festival august 15th 16th and 17th um and there's a concert and there's a concert as well and there's a morning classes there are a couple hours long and afternoon classes and we hang out and stuff as well and it's a really cool place to learn even if you're from a debutante like a beginner to advanced uh it's really a great place to really develop and uh increase your knowledge about music and the flute so uh you can check and that out at friends. uh yeah and like making we, friends it's obvious no, yes. it's, it seems uh, <laughs> a bit uh but We've had people that made friends, too. Yes, that, it's, a, yes you know, it's a melting pot. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, Because totally. those festivals, you meet people that like the same things as you like. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. So, yeah, you can check that out at um, MontrealFluteFestival.com. I like when people make friends. Yes. You're, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships are good. Um, so, we'll answer with one or two more questions. Uh, Vermont Counterpoint wants to know, we haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? Uh, I'm currently playing Mozart D major. Do you have any tips? Do we ever do Mozart D major? I think we did. Um, we did a just practicing just a Mozart practicing D major of the first movement, I think. Not all movements, but yeah, it's intense. Huh? It's intense. Ta -ta -ta. Everyone, there's. I think that has you hold the, that note for four bars. Like, what am I gonna do with that? You're gonna listen to the. You're gonna listen to the other parts. <laughs> I know. Because the other parts That's are awesome. Exactly. So maybe the 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 um, thing we should say is listen to. The full thing. Yeah, because there's a lot of call and answer in Mozart. Yeah, <laughs> it's and we, all call and answer all the to, time. We tend to uh, <sighs> just think about our our uh, part yeah. and stress over it when maybe if you just listen the piece to the itself whole thing, has put so much stress on it. There's oh, so many. I oh my know, god! It's because ridiculous. of all the it's an all addition the, piece, uh, oh, yeah. and it's like everyone has to know it. But that it starts with a big scale and a trill. That's yeah. But everyone puts so much stress on that trill. It seems like I remember somebody who used to play those trills. Yeah, for some reason I knew the piece before they did and they were playing those types of trills and other pieces perfectly fine and then as soon as they were starting to learn Mozart it went into the toilet like they were so yeah. scared of that D trill <laughs> yeah see I think it's some psychological thing <laughs> there you go yeah Right. Yeah. This goes thump, bum, yeah. Yeah. you just hold it yeah, yeah, yeah. you're discreet you know you're super no discreet yeah and then yeah. show you can <laughs> yeah. vibrate yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to oboe players play it too. That 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 yeah. that, that, that helps And also with what style. I do now is I don't go and do the but I think I I say it in the you video. You say it in the video. I don't go and do the D the the the, the, the C sharp like this no. anyway, with the pinky. I just so... I leave those three fingers yeah, there. Yeah, three so fingers. I go, yeah, flattens it a bit. Paya, da, da, da. Yeah. Way less fingers. Way move. less fingers to move. So it's way easier. That's a nice dirty trick. Yeah, I like it. Huh? It's a nice dirty trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's And also good. that trill, you can't trill five times on it. Just do it once. No. You know, try to make it 
nervous. And it's just a moment. It just passes yeah. by, you know? Like, and it's then the rest, a... it's all, it's happy and it's, uh, yeah, it's, a happy it's piece. opera music. It's, yeah. it's operatic. You have different characters talking yeah. to each other. And, yeah. yeah. If you have a further question, you can go on that video, comment on there, and we will definitely try to elaborate further yeah. on it with you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, last question. Yeah. Um, burr, 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 burr. And articulation. It's like oh, articulation is the most part. Sorry, yeah. Make it clear. Mm -hmm. oh, I think that was the only question. I, uh, another Emily, Emily B. <laughs> mm -hmm. they're, they're just saying that they've also started piccolo recently, and if they don't, they don't have difficulty changing instruments. It happens to some people. Some people get it. Some people yeah. don't. You know, it's, some people eventually get it. Is what I mean. Don't we don't all have the same no. uh, difficulties. Yeah. yeah. Your your clone apparently does. <laughs> doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't. I mean. Yeah. My um, yeah, so hopefully that answers everybody's questions. This was, this was a great uh, little live stream. Hopefully we'll have the video out. I know how this way, the way we're doing it right now, is a bit different than usual. But uh, like I said, uh, we do this every two weeks. Uh, if you miss it, you can definitely um, find us on uh, on iTunes and on Google Play as the actual podcasts. And you can listen to us there uh, on your way to work or whatever. And uh, be sure to leave comments all over on our channel and our community page on the on, on our YouTube uh, main channel page. And yeah, uh, next week we'll be just practicing again, and uh, we'll be Did doing we that. Yes. No, we didn't pick yet, but I think we're gonna try to do four and stuff because we're gonna be doing music videos soon, and those music videos will coincide with the just practicing. So we'll try to release the video just after or just before just practicing, so you guys can watch that and then watch the just practicing about how. Okay. How to play it. That's yeah, good. and that's going to go on for quite a while because we have a, ten a special... Videos yeah, to make. 10 videos to make with that. We have a special partnership with TomPlay, which you're going to see a bit more information about that in the near future. Uh, TomPlay is this playback app where you can play with the music and play with authentic music in the background, backtracks with uh, yeah, real so musicians. Yeah, so it's a piano, it's not MIDI. It's, it's not MIDI, yeah, playing. or an orchestra or... Oh. Yeah, exactly, and... You can change the tempos to different tempos. So it's really interesting. So you can play it very slow, very fast, up to tempo. You can record yourself and all that. And that's going to be something um, that's going to be coming up soon. That's a really cool partnership that we have with them. So that's going to yeah. be cool. TomPlay. Uh, Tom if you type that in your in your app, uh, in the App Store um, or in the Android Play Store, you'll be able to find it and register and check it out. So yeah, I'm Nick. And I'm Emily. Thanks, everyone. See you next have time. Have a good see you next time. Bye. <laughs>